Jamil made $1.5 million from one relationship mm -hmm. this year mm -hmm. because he has shown value to a real estate agent first. He went to the agent first and said, I want to develop a relationship with you. I want to give you listing opportunities from people that just are not a good fit for us. And he started that relationship and year over year over year, Jamil makes the equivalent of 20 Bitcoins worth of cash <laughs> from that one relationship. That's how you go invest in Bitcoin, guys. I get a lot of people like, are you investing in Bitcoin? And I'm saying, I'm investing in relationships. Relationships. Yep. It's the greatest thing ever. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. There's a lot of different ways that you can go in to best serve these people that are in pre-foreclosure, all right? And so it just depends. What you want to do is you want to remove all the other options or put them into one of those other options besides taking a cash offer. And if it comes down to a cash offer, they're going to stick with that deal and they're going to get that to close. See, the thing with pre-foreclosures is they're getting mail, they're getting calls, they're getting texts, they're getting bombarded with a lot of different communications to help solve their problems. So even when you do lock up at one of these pre-foreclosures and it's a solid deal, you know, you don't want it to get wiggly and fall apart. That's why you have to put this effort up front when it comes to pre-foreclosures because there's so many different options getting thrown at them that you got to secure it. You got to put it in their mind that this is the best option. If it is the best option for them to get a cash as is offer, and then obviously wholesale that, buy that property, put it into your rental portfolio or fix and flip that. All right. So here we go. So a couple of things. I want to be very clear. This is something I wish I truly understood. And I don't even think I, I've been doing this a long time. Brent's been doing it longer than me, but I still don't think I understood what I was even teaching until maybe two years ago. And the thing I'm talking about specifically is our true job is solving a problem for somebody. Yep. If yep. we don't have a solution for them, there's nothing I can do or say that will ethically make me money. Right. Therefore, do not even try. Right. Okay. And I see a lot of people pushing and pushing, pushing on sellers. And then they come to me with the lead. And here's a great example. I talked on this challenge yesterday. Somebody goes, hey, I've got this lead. Will you talk to the seller for me? I go, yeah, I'd be happy to talk to the seller. I get on the phone with the seller and he goes, he's in foreclosure. Get on the phone with the seller. He's like, no, man, I'm just going to list the house with an agent. Like, why are, why are investors bothering me? I'm going to list it with an agent. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything I can really do in that situation? He's made up his mind. I mean, you could say, who are you going to list it with? Do you need a referral? Can I help you out? That's exactly what, do you what need we did. Here? Do you so have I, go, I go, man, amazing. That's great. You definitely should go that route. But who's listing your house? Yeah. And he goes, oh, I've got a friend. I go, bro, cardinal rule of selling your house is don't ever have your friends do it because you're going to have animosity. You're going to blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I go, this was the question. I go, are you prepared to lose that friend? And he goes, what? Why do you say that? And they go, bro, you're going to lose that friend. They're not going to sell it for what you want. They're going to want to do open house, whatever. You need to have a third party that actually gives you a reduced rate. My realtors give me a reduced listing rate. Let me introduce you. So I introduced my student, Ingrid. And um, on the call, Ingrid was on the live. He, she's mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, I'm getting, I'm going to get a listing. So we referred Ingrid to the seller yesterday, okay? Because I couldn't help the seller. Right. 
But guess what? I still kept that person in my world. And for some weird, maybe strange thing, Ingrid, something weird happens where it falls apart because there's no equity or whatever, then the lead can come back to me. Right. But I'm not going to try and push somebody that should just list their property. Right. So let's go through a couple of these the first three key. things. Yep. The yep. first three things are things that you can do to help people that may not make you money in the short term today, but you are staying in the conversation and you are beating out the competition because these are the things that the other competitors will never do, mm -hmm. okay? Yep. So number one, personal loans or offering them, offering help. So pay attention, write this down. This is a great text message for a lot of people to understand. We will send a text message to people on the second or third follow-up if we haven't gotten them to reply in a pre-foreclosure or foreclosure situation. And the text message says, hey, we also have ways of helping you stay in your property, whether it's a personal loan or other types of help. Would you be interested in a conversation? Now, this is gonna fry a lot of people's brains because they're like, wait, I'm starting out and you guys keep telling me I don't have to have any money to start wholesaling. And now you're telling me I gotta give people personal loans. No, what you're gonna do is you're gonna coach them. What you're gonna do is you're gonna set an appointment because they weren't replying to your first couple text messages. You're gonna set an appointment for either a phone call or an in-person appointment. And you're then going to coach them on how they should go to their friends, their family or loved ones to get a personal loan to save their situation. Mm -hmm. And what happens in that conversation, they go, oh, no, no, I can't ask. Nobody in my family has money, right? Nobody in my family has money. Okay, well, then we do give loans to people, but here's the challenge. It's incredibly expensive, and I have to get approval from my partner. Is that something you'd be interested in? Guys, I've, I've literally given one loan to one person, and it's very, 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 very rare. So don't think that that's the case. The case is you're going to coach them along. Have you called your brother? Have you called your sister? Yeah. Have you got, called your parents? Have you asked for a personal loan to save you from this situation? And here's what that question is going to do for you. It's going to open the entire world of what's really going on underneath. Yep. Okay? Yep. Now, if the seller has no major, major motivation, they have plenty of time, it's in the very beginning of the process, they got a ton of equity and the house is in good condition, the likelihood is ethically they you should push them to a realtor. Yeah. That's really it. Ethically, 100%. ethically, you should push them to a realtor. Yep. So if you look at number two, what you want to do is you want to have a realtor. Look at Jamil made $1.5 million last year on one realtor relationship. Mm -hmm. It's why he has more cars than me. I drive a Prius. The guy has like five cars. <laughs> well, and it's not just, it's not just, he's not getting that from referral fees from listing agents, like blowing up and getting a ton of listings, mm -hmm. but those listing agents that come across deals, send those to Jamil because he's now sending listing leads, which if you're in the business, if you're in the real estate agent business listings, that is the gold. That is what you want. That's how you leverage a lot of your time and efforts is by having listings, not driving people around as buyers all the time. Right. So the top, 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 best real estate agents around the country are listing agents. They they prefer listings. So you're giving them all of these listing opportunities. Now they've got connected to that whole person's network and family and get referrals and build their business. And it's huge. And when they come across those properties that naturally happen, that need some love, need some renovation, they have some clients that want to just get rid of a property that goes to Jamil. He makes a million five and that's the relationship that you have. So just because you refer 
a pre-foreclosure over to a real estate agent doesn't mean, and even if you get nothing from it, if you're not licensed and you can't like legally get paid from it, another reason maybe to get a license, but, or somebody on your team have a license and you're not making anything on the upfront, the relationship the squatting up, you were putting food in their bellies. You know what I mean? You are putting income into their account of these listing agents and they're going to bring it back to you in the form of discounted property. You guys, you guys want to know how to get free Bitcoins? I'll tell you how to get free Bitcoins. Okay. Here's how you get free Bitcoins. You give a realtor a referral like this. And what they do is they like Jamil made $1.5 million from one relationship mm -hmm. this year mm -hmm. because he has shown value to a real estate agent first. He went to the agent first and said, I want to develop a relationship with you. I want to give you listing opportunities from people that just are not a good fit for us. And he started that relationship and year over year over year, Jamil makes the equivalent of 20 Bitcoins worth of cash <laughs> from that one relationship. That's how you go invest in Bitcoin, guys. I get a lot of people like, are you investing in Bitcoin? And I'm saying, I'm investing in relationships. Yep. It's the greatest thing ever. Jamil makes 20 Bitcoins a year from one relationship. Mm -hmm. Now, he has other relationships, but that is why you give somebody a listing. You give people a listing, one, because you're a value provider to other people other than yourself. You need to be a go-giver. Brent talks about this all the time. And two, the great thing is if they list the property with your real estate agent, guess what? You now have constant updates of what's going on with that property. Mm -hmm. And 20, 30% of the time, it comes back to you anyway. So you just infiltrated with a Trojan horse into the relationship, uh, an agent that can give you real-time feedback of what's going on on that property. It is a great hack to understand. And now in real estate, in follow-up, what are we doing? We're planting seeds and we're filling our pipeline all the time. I want to have 15, 20 deals in the pipeline that I'm constantly working. And one of those ways to do that is realtor referrals. That's it. Okay. All right. Number three. Loan modifications, bro. Yep. Oh my gosh. Loan modifications. When I was just starting doing foreclosures four or five years ago, they weren't as easy as they are now. Loan modifications are so damn easy. Now, why do I want to do a loan modification? Doesn't that keep somebody in their house? It can. Okay. So if I do a loan modification, here's what's great in creative finance. I love creative finance because I can take a foreclosure. I can modify their loan, put all their debts and their arrears on the back of their loan. And I can take over a house subject to without any arrears. Okay. So a lot of people go, oh man, they're in foreclosure, $80,000. Okay. We'll do a loan modification, put the $80,000 on the back end of the loan. And now you've got a clean sub two without any arrears. There you go. Brent, you want to break that down? Yeah. So just imagine that they're, they haven't made payments for a long time. You've got the extra fees. You got the penalties. You got the attorney fees. They owe 20,000. They would have to pay 20,000 to be caught up with that loan, right? So what the bank does is they say, listen, you owe 100,000. This property, what we can do is we can put this 120 and we can add it to your 100. We can space it out for your payments. You're going to now go, you know, you've been paying on this loan for about five, six years. We're just going to reset that. We're going to do another 30-year loan at 120,000. Your payment's going to be pretty much the same, but does that help you out of your current situation? Are you okay now? Yes, I can make that payment. Okay, can you prove that you can make that payment? Yeah, here's my W-2 stubs. Here's my income. Here's what's in my bank account. Can you guys do this? Does this work? Yes, it does. Okay, now these people, they're just kicking the can down the road. 
They're just kicking it down the road. And listen, maybe COVID, you know, brought up a lot of these situations that required this because people were out of work. Uh, unemployment checks weren't as, as big as checks that they usually were getting or their income that they were usually getting. So people were really tight or they just took advantage. They just took advantage of, you know what? I don't have to make payments for a while. Nobody's going to foreclose on me. This is awesome. Right. I'll just you know redo this and figure it out later. And so now you've got a new loan on this property for 120. Now they're back to making those payments. And that's great. They get to stay in their house. They got a new payment. But it does show, you know, what was happening there. Why were they in that situation? So that's right. to explain a loan mod. Now, a loan, here's what's great about a loan modification. Okay. What happens a lot of times is you'll talk to people in phase two that are like, I'm doing a loan mod. Great. If you guys understand how to handle loan modifications and what they're all about, you will have so much power and so much ability and bring value to these sellers because they have no idea how to actually finalize their loan modification. And here's the thing, more than half of the people that apply for a loan modification get denied. Right. And so what you want to do is you want to be involved when they're doing a loan modification during their follow-up. You go, how's the loan mod going? How's the loan mod going? How's the loan mod going? They get rejected for one of a variety of reasons. The first reason why they get rejected has nothing to do with their ability to qualify for a loan mod. It's because they didn't finish the paperwork properly. Yeah. Now we're looking for, we're talking about a very specific demographic of people here. The demographic of people are people that are maybe a little bit disorganized, yeah. have made some bad decisions in their life for one re reason or another. Doesn't it could mean just be confused. Could be know? confused. I mean, it could just be, you know. It could be like the lady we just gave you a, a preview of that seller call. Her husband might have been paying all the bills and handling the paperwork. When I asked her who her mortgage company was, she's like, I don't know. My husband handled that. Right. So what happens is when they go through a loan modification, there's a high likelihood they don't know how to actually complete it. And so when you bring up, can I help you out? Is there any questions you might have of the loan mod? You guys will have so much rapport building opportunities to build with these people as they're going through the loan mod. Now, when 25 or 35 other investors are reaching out to these people during the ostrich phase, you're the only person they're listening to because you actually offered to help them with something that nobody else was offering to help them with. The conversations, it's because I'm providing solutions that nobody else has offered them. Love it. So rental, okay. Um, we offer to help people find rentals. We do a lot of things. We come in there and we have conversations like, do you need another place to live or what have you? Or what we do is we help them find a renter to come into the property. Right. Have I ever actually helped somebody find a renter to come into this person's property? No, but it continues the conversation and I give them really good advice and say, have you ever thought about maybe renting out your property and that way that renter can make your mortgage payment for you? Open up the conversation. I On that one, I've never helped anybody on that. Do you find that most of the people that you're working with are owner-occupied? Most of the people we we work with are owner occupied. 95, 98%. And, and, and the reason and by the way, this is totally different. If you guys are old school and you guys are used to the 2009, 10, 11, that whole, you know, crash, it was mostly rentals that were really going through pre-foreclosure because investors kind of got silly and overbought and paid way too much and thought the market would always go up. Now the market with the amount of the appreciation in most markets and debt pay down, most people have equity. So investors typically, when they own their own property and they're investing in other rentals, they're a little bit more savvy. They're a lot more savvy. They're, they're more interested in not getting, you know, the real big dings to their credit. 
They've got their house in a good position, but their rentals maybe are just, you know, they're just beat up or they're just not getting the rents that they want or people are stopped paying their rents. And then all of a sudden, that's when you're going to see that those properties typically get listed. They typically get listed on the market because they have equity. They get rid of it. That's why we're buying a lot of these as wholesalers. As wholesalers, we're approaching these tired landlords, finding out that they want to get rid of these properties. I mean, how many times have we had conversations with people that are like, yeah, I've got a tenant in there that's not paying me. So if you want to give me a cash offer on this thing, I'm willing to listen. All day right? long. Yep. All day long. Yep. All day long. But those have equity. So what you're what you're really looking at with a lot of these pre-foreclosures that really get down the line is, and they're in the first phase and the third phase, is they're typically owner-occupied. It's a much different thing. And to put somebody and to say, hey, listen, maybe you can't make the payment, but if you put a renter in here, I can help you do that. It doesn't often happen because they don't want to deal with that. They're overwhelmed already. They're not really that mindset of an investor. It is an option. And it's something to cross off the list, but it's not something that really... It's a big talking point, yeah. right? It's a, it's one of these things that if one of these other options for you guys has not opened the seller up to you, offering to help them find a renter or something along those lines to get into the property. I've never actually physically done that. I've seen other investors take what I teach and they've actually helped somebody find a renter. What happens with me is I know how to navigate the conversation and say, do you need help finding a renter? And they go, no, no. I don't. I don't need help with that. Okay. Well, we do that for a lot of people or we have the ability of doing that. Tell me why you wouldn't want to have a renter. Right. If you are interested in joining the most proactive group in real estate investing, it is the TTP program. Go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. Wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. Scroll down, check out the hundreds of testimonials. Check out what the program's about. If it feels good in your gut, then sign up for a call. I look forward to working with you personally. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.